Welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody. I am your host, Harmar Superstar, a.k.a. Sean Tillman, taking you on a flight of fancy into the nighttime where the feelings are so right. Oh, my God. What a week. What a week it's been, everybody. I'm still rocking around the country, uh, driving past disaster sites everywhere, West Texas. Things are blowing up. All over the place. It's insane. Boston, you caught a couple dudes who fucked with you. Good on you. That's pretty sweet. Um, man, that was intense. That was insane. I guess we don't really need to talk about it anymore. It's happened. I want to find out the motives, but man, holy fuck. You don't bomb the Boston Marathon. That's just fucking stupid. You're going to get caught. You're going to get killed. You're going to run over your own goddamn brother like an idiot. Um, shit, man. That's all. I'm still out on tour. Still rocking. I'm uh, right now taping this, uh, this intro slash outro for you in a hotel room in lovely El Paso, Texas. Uh, staying alive. Everything's good. It's kind of a dead Sunday night downtown, but we're going to get through this. We're going to rock the people. Uh, by the time this comes out, I will be, uh, I think, in Los Angeles, California. Maybe... Maybe Fullerton. Somewhere. SoCal. You guys. I'm here. I'm here right now. It's all going down. Um, still going strong. Cult Records tour and my record dropped this week on Tuesday. So you got to go get it. It's called Bye Bye 17. And, uh, you know, just to uh, compliment this special occasion, I got uh, my label founder and member of The Strokes and solo artist extraordinaire, Julian Casablancas to do a rare interview on the show. I'm very psyched about that. They're not really doing any press or anything, so I'm psyched to have gotten him in the back door of Nocturnal Emotions by just, you know, complete nepotism. And uh, he's my, you know, he's my label founder. He's putting out my record. So it all makes sense. We're psyched. We're psyched. The record is out. It's upon the people. So go get that thing. And without any further ado... Here is my conversation with the magical, mystical, Julian Casablancas. Julian, mm. Jules, mm. welcome to my office. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew, uh, for the people at home, I'm in like uh, the, uh, the throne the throne office of next door to the cult records office, which is Julian's office. Uh, somehow we ended up in here to do this interview because it's the only quiet place, and it's like uh, it's like a dream palace in here. It's like for an office, like this is like I would live in here. You yeah. know what I mean? We just had a TV. Yeah, this is. Uh, I don't know if it's cool to share. I'm assuming she knows we're in here. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even saying it's. Uh, it's Bobby McFerrin. We're not even yet manager. Oh, Bob. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's and there's a Bobby McFerrin doll. You know that Bobby McFerrin is the. Uh, he's the conductor of the St. Paul Orchestra, I believe. Dude, he's a freaking he's genius. A he's, I mean, he's... Um, I didn't really know... I probably knew what most people kind of knew. Yeah, moved don't worry, here. be happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but he's... I mean, I think his parents were opera conductor, singers, something. And yeah. he, he's classically trained. I mean, I saw him do a show. He's... Just his knowledge of music and scales, and his mouth is like a hundred interview, a hundred interviews, a <laughs> hundred instruments. Yeah, it's crazy. Like He's a like a drum machine. Well, that's the thing. He's like loops. always been a really serious, crazy musician that like really well respected. And then, like, I, I don't know when. I mean, I don't know. He just probably just made "Don't Worry, Be Happy" for fun. You know what I mean, or just something? He could. It was like the easiest thing he could do. He's it was like, like a bet. He's like, he was like, yeah, I can make a number one hit. Yeah, I'll sure. make the easiest song I can, <laughs> or what I think of for me in my crazy brain. It's gonna, yeah, it's like the most. That's one of the biggest songs of ever. You know? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I don't know. It was in the cocktail soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> that that means you made it. That is no Kokomo too. <laughs> you're, you're you're in the leagues of Kokomo at that point. If you're on the cocktail soundtrack. <laughs> You've done it. You're a legend. The hippie shake. I, I had that tape. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. That movie was. Yeah, I remember it vaguely. Well, there are tons of movies that I never. I didn't think I saw the movie, but I was obsessed with the soundtrack for like, uh, forever. 
And then I saw the movie like five years later. It's kind of the same with like Kokomo, Jud- yeah, yeah, Judgment Night. You know, yeah. that, you remember that? Like where all the collaborations of like indie rockers and rappers. Well, I remember like Guns N' Roses, but other than that, there Terminator was like two. Uh, oh. De La Soul and like Sonic Youth or something would do a song together. Oh, uh, you're talking about Judgment Night? Judgment Night, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I had that soundtrack. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I loved that soundtrack and then I, ne- I never saw the movie until like 10 years later. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is the movie? It's about like a bunch of white dudes who go into like uh, the suburbs. I think, no, I, I kind of, I think I saw the movie too, but. Um, well, that's sweet. I don't <laughs> think anybody else did. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like, that was like before I kind of discovered music so i was just kind of hmm oh do i like this this is a what? film i love this biohazard and no i did not anthrax. like the film yeah <laughs> i mean the movie it was you know they were trying to do yeah it's like really some harsh dudes lost of. in a bad neighborhood and it was just i don't know yeah it was like white dudes renting rv to go to like a sports event and then they end up in the ghetto <laughs> And then they somehow drive it down an alley that they get stuck in, and then everyone just gets brutally beaten up the entire time. I mean, it could have been a funny comedy. <laughs> Dennis Leary's in it, like, kicking ass. <laughs> it just, I don't know, it just kind of, I don't know, it fell apart, I think, somehow. Dude. It really did. It really did. But the soundtrack brought it back together. Soundtrack. Somehow. Was like, was it New Jack City also had? Like, I really love New cool, Jack City. Like, Dude. random soundtrack. Yeah. Like, Dude, who was Black that? Sheep song yeah. that you never heard before. And I Chris still love Rock that song. Um, what's that song called? Oh, uh, I can't remember. With the horns at the beginning? See, New Jack City is the one I watched all the time. Oh, no, I'm not talking about New Jack City. Fuck, I'm talking about oh, the other one. Fuck. Uh, the <laughs> other kind of big with uh, with Ice-T, I think. Oh, oh. Uh, Wait, he was in New Jack City. Trespass. Trespass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a good era. <laughs> <laughs> you like uh you weren't into music at that point? I feel like that was kinda like I was no. in like high school at that point. I that was right before. I, I got into it late for sure. That's awesome. Like how old were you when that happened? <sighs> I was fourteen when fourteen yeah, turning fifteen when I kind of got hit with the the music, the music stick. like the seeing it matrix stuff oh yeah matrix style just kind of like 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 this is the shit this is how i get this just yeah you yeah know, i mean it was whatever it was like someone had like a bootleg of yellow lead better and it was all warped and slow and weird and Whoa. it was like before that was like a famous or known song yeah i guess when it was the b-side to dude anyway it was after that but that's um, so you didn't like, you didn't even have any inclination to like play it or... just made me it just kind of made me i guess music had made me feel that way in the past when i was younger yeah but i guess i was old enough you're at that age where your mind is kind of trying to figure out what to do somehow yeah, yeah. it causes angst and all that yeah, other shit out. i guess i don't know whatever's happening but um yeah i just i was like whoa i kind of intellectualized i guess like not intellectualized but just was thinking about like i don't know i just i felt very affected by it yeah it it kind of tripped me out yeah that's awesome i'm like that wasn't the that wasn't the the, the moment but that was the step step that was the first thing yeah and it wasn't the the judgment night soundtrack in particular no that was (laughs) that was before (laughs) yeah it was kind of you know it said pearl jam but you know there was no like Eddie Vedder, it was just like the band playing, I think, with some rapper or something. So there's a little, yeah, a little misleading, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, this isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> so it, it did that to you a little, but there was cool songs on it. I cannot remember them. There was one like, "I love you, Mary Jane." She came by to get me high. That was like it was like, like Cypress Hill and uh, oh yeah, Cypress Hill. There's a lot of huge names on that. Huge soundtrack. names and weirdly poorly matched you know what i mean like just like who was it it was like sonic youth and like mud honey or something like you know what i mean or not not, not sonic youth, uh cypress hill and <laughs> it could it might as well have been something sonic like that. youth was it the, were they the one did they do the sonic youth i think sonic youth did the de la soul one i don't know we could the, the internet could tell us this kind of shit <laughs> yeah why bother though dude so you were saying earlier that uh you uh 
like still don't know how to be in front of a camera like it's not your natural instinct or it makes you puts you in a weird place kind of yeah or like I mean, interviewing like this if you know someone is taking a family photo uh, it's like i don't know how to stand up yeah or yeah you don't know what to do with your hands i'm just i'm just <laughs> yeah, cognizant I, I, of it I'm, I'm aware okay this is a moment where many different even if it's like family members will just judge me yeah as they look at this <laughs> i just i'm aware of it subconsciously in a way that makes me very unnatural yeah i think that and, happens with a lot of people yeah and i think it might take practice what i was saying is maybe one day i'll get there but i still don't feel that hundred percent i feel like natural. once you get to be a hundred percent natural then that's when it gets weird that's when you've <sighs> lost yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe the once or twice where I just tried to be 100% natural, it was, you know, a total cringe fest. <laughs> like, no! You're like, why am I a shampoo commercial? <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. Just, no? No, I mean, like, but I mean, yeah, but I feel like I would look like, well, I can never look like a shampoo commercial. Nobody oh, no, I just know. mean, <laughs> when you're too comfortable... There's, you know how people on the radio and you know like um, uh, Ryan Seacrest yeah. saying that I don't know why yeah, yeah, that yeah. feels like <laughs> I made that name up all of a sudden because um, it's like I've said it it's such a known name um, yeah like someone like that who I think is you know to be honest amazing at his job yeah you know, he's really just, good at it but, um, but it's like a job to I be don't able want. to be that well just to be that articulate and kind of spot on and quick and yeah but it's know, all like always really, with a smile and a good attitude it's all really genial though it's like they never go deep into anything but it's it's somewhat like the ultimate not way to be but you know there's something yeah there's something about that that i envy and i don't i you know if i practiced at it yeah if i wanted to be a total you know professional phony it's like you're a small like it's you're a professional like small talker no not, not him not him oh no anybody saying, you like, know what i mean at, at a certain point but you yeah you if wanna, i got to the point where i was doing could. it as well as yeah as someone like that yeah i think it would be ingenuous but i i think he probably has that naturally is my point yeah yeah he's probably just like likes to go to parties and make small talk and so he made it his job you know what i mean which is yeah but he's he just he can't be he couldn't be awkward if he tried you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, like, just in a room, he is. I'd like that. That's really interesting. I don't know. Who knows? I, I doubt mean, it. We're, we're all supposing about We're up, We're gotten deep on Seacrest for some reason. <laughs> that sounded very wrong. <laughs> um, Probably a great guy. A very I, rich, I'm a great fan. Guy. You're a fan? I, I, Would you I go mean, as far as to say that you're a fan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think his job is his personality, and, uh, you know, it's cool i I've mean got yeah nothing against him yeah you don't have to endorse every show he's ever worked with i mean <laughs> he lives in a it's a little bit of a weird universe but yeah you know, uh, i kind of like though that he he does get like fucked with that he he fucks with simon cowell and they, they fuck with each other you know what i mean like i only watched american idol the first couple yeah, seasons he's just he's he's good he's on it yeah you gotta be well <laughs> i would just stand there simon cowell would you know, on camera, I would yeah. just be frozen and be like, whoa, this wait, is happening. Yo, bro. <laughs> be like, wait till the camera's off and be like, why, why are you fucking with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. He's like, it's a TV show. Come on, buddy. Let's go hang out. I doubt that, but. Yeah, yeah I know. He's, he's like, he doesn't take time to explain because he has to go to his other I'm 17 sure TV shows. I'm sure he exaggerates the. Oh, yeah. The, the intensity. Of course. <laughs> This has to be, it's like, if he didn't, then that he would be a lunatic. You know what I mean? Like, in a way, you mm. know, like, but. I, I mean, know. I don't, like, again, I don't think it, those, it's being fake. It's just, they're in tune with a certain side that I just, I, I, I kind of admire and don't seem like a, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's my forte. It's, it's okay, man. But no, then, it's cool. Uh, you know, I, I don't do really think about it other than when, when I'm, <laughs> when I'm sitting in, in front of a mic. <laughs> Which is Sorry every to day. Make you feel this way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's cool, dude. Um, but you're you know that's that's cool because you're you're doing pretty good with the music things. <laughs> I really I'm I'm super psyched about all Thanks. the new you shit too, that's man. happening, and you know I'm really this is the the album 
release week of my album Bye Bye 17. I'm yes. so psyched and I can't thank you enough for putting it out on your label. You have made a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> A stone to shine forever and ever. <laughs> but you took that rough, that rough piece of whatever it was and, and helped sculpt it into <laughs> oh, the like, diamond that it is. <laughs> is that like from the release or something? That's like, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's an old saying. <laughs> Very ancient. <laughs> We're working off a script here, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes it's hard to read. The teleprompter can't keep up with me. <laughs> um no man what you dude what you what you brought was was magical and um and it was such a f awesome timing to be able to kind of write as you know we were starting to put some things out yeah and magically appeared dude. on wings like a <laughs> leprechaun or a floating outside cherub. the window and you dude. handed me the album dude i'm yeah i'm so psyched it worked out like that because i wasn't even sure if you were gonna be if the label was going to be like actively doing stuff yet, you know what I mean? I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll send it to Julian. To yeah, I mean, we're down. just starting, you know. I mean, we're just, yeah. you know, trying to hang in there and uh, and you know, do you right, <laughs> dude? I'm so psyched. I mean, I'm psyched to be here in the beginning. You know, it's awesome to see like the virgins and and my records be the first ones come out. It's like, yeah, super exciting and just touring together and just like just like seeing all the finished products. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it's like. It's always like the period before it's kind of like done and everything's like resolved. Like, you know, like just like I hate like doing like contracts and stuff because it's just not my personality or you know mm. what I mean and stuff. And like, and so like yeah. it all seems so unreal at that point. And then you get to like the point where like there's all, all of a sudden there's like a piece of the copy of the vinyl in your hand and you're like, oh fuck, this is amazing. Yeah. And it's like everything came together like perfectly. It was just <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but like yes, you were agreed. It's so awesome, right? It's like but like you have uh I love like how you came in because you came in on my record and like just came with like a bunch of like super specific ideas and like the mixes, you know, and it was No, no, I mean I th I think like it's uh, just like for like just little things you can change here and there and I was like, "Oh, holy shit. This is like like the most in depth I've ever gotten was someone who like released my album and like most like and it was like a really rewarding like good experience. You know what I mean? It's scary at first, obviously. You're handing something <laughs> obviously, up. you know um, what I mean. But like, no, uh, dude, yeah. Um, well, it's it, it it it's always fascinating to me how music and and almost everything really is just it's it's going to sound tacky, but it's just uh, you know an amalgamation of uh i never use that word by the way <laughs> of uh <laughs> uh fake seacrest vibe um but it's 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 a it's all these different um details basically you know yeah so if the more details you sometimes think about then overall it, as one piece the point the whole point is to not make it seem detailed or nuanced but yeah I don't know. There was a lot of little things, but overall, it was pretty much done. And really, Sean. Everett, yeah, man. He, Sean he, Everett. He just he just put it in a VCR machine. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love how it sounds like like a VHS tape you unearthed from your garage that like has been there for like forty years. Yeah, some, like, <laughs> you know what I mean. But it also sounds like it could be from funk. the future. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, Sean Everett is amazing. For those of you at home who don't know, he's. Um, just amazing I mean, musical mind but he's he's a, he, I don't know, he mixes a lot of records amazingly and uh, he came in on this one and just the sounds that like Jim got down in Austin like all the the horns and like the drums yeah. and everything was just like it just all came together so well but like yeah I'm so psyched dude <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. uh, have you been uh, have you been traveling at all lately it's weird it's weird, yeah. Um, no, not at all. I haven't left the city in long. I don't know. Been in the lab, just creating. Over a year now, maybe. Just, um, I don't know, when you kind of travel as your you know, job, in quotes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, being home is, is nice. Yeah. Well, you're at... You got you got your dad, so that's awesome. That's I am, probably yeah. that's probably a my masterpiece. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's awesome. But mm -hmm. you, I mean, that's that's like you you your 
definitely like uh running on all cylinders i'm sure yeah. it's <laughs> it's intense but uh it's intense but it's fun you yeah know? you gotta if you if you want to balance if you want to balance like a lot of things you know family and work and not abandon one of them yeah it's incredibly taxing but yeah it's worth it though i guess <laughs> i think um I think. I think so yeah yeah you know i think you probably should put family you know first but so if you lose a little bit of one i don't know at least it's not the family one <laughs> yeah 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 totally but i think you know i don't know i was reading something the other day about you know people who it's 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 definitely yeah it's like yeah finding your soulmate and getting like four like finding out you've just been fired hired for four different jobs so it's like yeah it's rad and um i yeah it's it's hard and fun yeah oh totally but you have like i mean it's cool that you have like i love your like the office vibe here is sweet because it's like i don't know you, Richard, and Warren are kind of the dudes, the the the, the original cult guys, mm. and then, but then you have like this. Uh, I love that, like just the, the like yesterday I was in here and it was just like, I felt like four hundred girls <laughs> were hanging out there, like all these girls who work here that are all awesome. They're all like totally just like chilling. So there's like this weird like clubhouse vibe in there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Everyone is um, just different, random, scattered people yeah. I've met and worked with over the years that are the super coolest. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's like an awesome team. It's like really well assembled. Mm, thanks. You did a good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I gotta like I gotta I gotta talk to Sean Everett sometime on this podcast. I, his stories are so funny. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good one. <laughs> I would love to hear an interview with him if I did not know him. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's just like so many random... I mean, even though I know him, I'll be interested to hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's what I meant. <laughs> it's like... Uh, like oh, Sean did a podcast? Boring. Uh, Sean with a W? Anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Everett. Is this your first podcast? Um, uh, pro I don't know. Maybe. Let's Maybe. just say yes. Yes. <laughs> and your last... I mean, I've done interviews that I'm sure have been aired during podcasts, I'm guessing, but yeah, I don't think I've done a just a straight, uh, I don't know, I've done random interviews for things I didn't know, wasn't quite sure what they were. Yeah. So, XM radio things, would you count that oh, yeah. as podcasts? No, that's more like, I, I guess, I mean, it's kind of like a weird... Just say no. Yeah, first <laughs> yeah. one, first time. Welcome, man, how does it feel? It is pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. The spirit of Bobby McFerrin standing above me. I know. Judging. I just feel like there's so much of that vibe going on in here. It's, it's like, feeding me. We joke, but Bobby McFerrin is he's awesome. No, but I mean, it's that that just that melody. It's on is live. So it's mind blowing. It's really mind blowing. Yeah, he's he's like a jazz wizard, and his mouth is a hundred instruments. Yeah, it's cool. It's I'm down. He's like the king of improvising <laughs> with a mouth. It's weird. That sounded wrong again. <laughs> anyway. Mouth improvisation. Just I realized to some perhaps listening, it might have sounded. Oh no, no! Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, Everybody no, has I, the I, cleanest of intentions when they listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I uh, uh, I'm not even going to go on the any. I don't even really want to anyone ask any questions about it. But I just want oh. the new Strokes record is awesome. I just have to say it's really great. Oh. That's all I know. Thank you, sir. It was fucking. I love hearing your uh, your your falsetto. Oh. coming through it's like so strong it's like the weird opposite evolution of everyone else whose voice gets deeper yours is just getting higher and higher <laughs> 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 oh man that's funny it's so good though I love, how did that happen did you just like did you always have the falsetto and not use it or did you just start developing it um I think I 
I realize I I've almost always used it to kind of write. Yeah. Like okay. So you're, you're like because it's like <clears throat> light and. Yeah, when you're kind of I guess playing and you're playing a part that maybe gets more intense and you're kind yeah. of the first time you're working out chords, you don't you're not just screaming like full voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Even though it's might be that you're thinking you're imagining it being scram, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> screamed and um. Yeah, so I've you know done it when you're working on stuff, and then I've done it on demos. Yeah, and I've done demos uh, for things that I thought maybe a girl would sing. Yeah, so totally. I would just kind of sing in falsetto, and I guess people would comment like, "Oh shit, like what's up? What's that?" Yeah, like I didn't know. And then I don't know. Eventually, it crept its way, and I just when we did this record, I don't know. I just wanted to just you know you like to change change things up a little it's great man yeah i just i just like as a friend i like to like see like crazy new shit come out you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. this is awesome you're just like oh fuck that's like a whole nother life you know what i mean you can like i mean i try to like do you can do just it gives you so many opportunities to do anything yeah they just sounded they sounded cool um it wasn't like I was just decided I'm doing falsetto. Yeah, yeah. And that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Please don't sing it like this. No. I'm doing <laughs> no. it. I promised myself <laughs> that I'd do only falsetto. Yeah. No. <laughs> Went to the top of a mountain and made a solemn swear. But I, no, I um I would try I would try singing it, you know, standard. The the worst thing that happens sometimes is when you're kind of singing with a lot of different people you work with sometimes. <laughs> They don't say it in that way, but they're like, just do the thing you do. You know, the, yeah. the stroke C. Julian <laughs> yeah. you know, Do that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's funny. They're like, yeah, we were open for... Uh, I mean, I sadly know, I think, what they mean. I'm like, okay, I can do that. that. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get, like, pigeonholed as your own thing. Uh, that's sad, so, but it's an oh, awesome my. thing, so it's like a good thing that people like it i know yeah yeah it's weird when you think about it but then you're like i I know what you mean but uh, yeah (laughs) anyway i derailed but yeah i kind of try different ways and it just felt you know the music is getting kind of you know slick style and yeah i love that all the it just felt weird guitars are sounding like yeah (laughs) that's my thing but (laughs) (laughs) that's that's your impersonation of your thing Uh, yeah kind (laughs) of it's all in the gentle gurgles between at the end of notes okay yeah it's good it all works no again uh, 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 let's take a break and think about what we've done oh hello earwolf fans this is harmar superstar of nocturnal emotions here to let you know about my new album bye bye 17 what you're listening to right now is the first single lady you shot me and the rest of the album is full of sweet saccharine soul just as this Cult Records will be releasing the album on April 23rd in the U.S. and May 6th in the U.K. and Japan. So get ready, look out for it. Pre-order it now on iTunes for only $4.99, a limited time offer. You won't regret it. Go to harmarsuperstar.com for tour dates and cultrecords.com for more information on this glorious record. Bye Bye 17 by Harmar Superstar. You will love it. And I'm out. Back to the show. And we're back. Yo. The New York City rainstorm is coming. Spring's Mm. here, baby. I think it passes by. (laughs) All storms pass. Mm. Let's create a show. This is the the time in the show where my guest and I create a show. (laughs) So it can be anything. It can be... A movie, TV show, episodic or reality or whatever. It could be a Broadway podcast. play. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> create a podcast. We're going to get really grandiose. But if we had to create something right now and make something that people could watch, wow. what would you feel like doing? What category first? You want to do a movie? You want to do a TV show? Um, what's our budget? <laughs> <laughs> limitless. Right now it's limitless because our ideas are gold and Hollywood's going to come to us. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a good first how question. How about an epic, like, I would call it a mini series, but they would be like movies. Oh, shit. 
mini movie series? I guess no. Or each one, yeah. But like each movie is maybe like four movies. Like Tales from the Crypt? Kind of, but they're all, but yeah. But like, but like, not, classier? <laughs> or worse? Well, I don't know. It was wait, like, wait, I want to hear. What I, I, I got to figure out what it is. So each... Oh, I was thinking of like just the evolution of just like different stories, like from kind of, you know monkey men in singapore learning how to speak and life beginning there dude and then like and it could be and then where it goes through the ages are we creating a like it's all connected so it's like the same like roots yeah yeah totally like human evolution so they kind of go and you know kind of one goes into india one goes into china and then like man spreads yeah but then there's like a modern one at the end there could be like viking ones like that show or like you know story of uh, you know jerusalem yes stuff. are we is it all are we uh are we going uh historical or are we just making up our own civilization i think we go <laughs> we go not like the not like the typical takes on historical yeah but like um like we we focus on the slacker in each story like no it's like caveman. it's like part of the story like yeah, yeah, you yeah. hear about this oh, guy yeah. jesus but yeah. it's like a different like migration story yeah yeah and it's like maybe incorporates myths of that culture oh sweet so it's like so it's still is it fiction i think you, the thing is you get these amazing you get like the big like coolest directors to direct different ones yeah oh yeah for and sure then, but they're all connected so they're aware of what the other stories are going to be so it's like that's pretty awesome and you see kind of the evolution, and then they all end up like in a New York subway or something. Dude, that'd be the crazy. End, like all the characters, <laughs> all the characters. different races. And that would be, see, yeah. So we're just, maybe it starts in the New York subway, and this yeah. guy goes on his journey to figure out <laughs> how everybody got there. That would be exactly like Roots, right? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> isn't like, isn't, isn't I like always shit. I Alex Haley. <laughs> Well, they did one afterwards, I think. I don't know. I, don't, I, can't I saw remember. that one first, which kind of weirded. That didn't weird me out. It actually reeled me in. But I think. I mean, I saw Roots when I was like really young, so I kind of like was like half paying attention. You know what I mean? Because I oh, felt yeah. like it was so gritty and intense that I wasn't ready for it or something. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I can't really specifically remember what happened. I just remember seeing the one where he traces. I mean, I remember. I saw the whole thing since, but the first one that I saw was the one where. I think James Earl Jones plays Alex oh. Haley, I think. Yeah. And um and he uh yeah, and he kind of he's he's retracing all the characters that were in that show. Yeah. And he ends up he's like in some African village and he's looking for Kunta Kinte, whatever, you know. <laughs> and then like the old kind of wise man of the town comes he- and like gives him like the town history, the village history. Oh like, yeah. Like an hour into it, he mentions it like a boy Kunta who went and made a drum and disappeared in the forest. And yeah, like, and they, like they cry and hug and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's super oh my intense God. and cool. And yeah, like, but I'm saying that so probably so we can't tell <laughs> we that have, one. There shouldn't be one character played by James Earl Jones looking yeah. for his roots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would probably it should be a bunch of perspectives on what just different things that happen I'm dude no let's, uh, how i don't know how it would be connected I and mean, then we make the the i mean I, it'd be good to have that i'll be backstory and then like make that series and then make a sitcom based on all the characters having to live together <laughs> in an apartment at the end <laughs> just wacky roommates like caveman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you eat my leftovers man i had frosted flakes in here caveman you drank the last. It was Genghis milk. Khan. <laughs> He's destroying the bathroom, <laughs> literally. <laughs> That'd be kind of like, like Bill so. And Ted's Bill, yeah, Bill I was just thinking that TV show. <laughs> yeah. That's who, that. That's who could curate the whole thing. Bill and Ted. Well, I've heard they were gonna uh, make Bill and Ted three, or they want to. Mm. There's, I heard there's a script. I'm sure Ted is psyched. Oh yeah, Ted is super psyched. Or I can't remember which one it well, yeah. was, but what are you talking about? Blonde. Yeah, yeah. They while I I was into Wild Stallions as a band. Mm. I, I I think like uh, there's this band called Free Energy who kind of have that kind of weird energy of the Wild Stallions. They do all these like uh, kind of octave doubled solos mm. <laughs> that are like yeah. uh, really good. Uh, I'm, I'm way into that. 
<laughs> but I was thinking, like, who would replace George Carlin if they made Bill and Ted's Three? Louis C.K. That's what I was saying. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> He's like the perfect guy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah Louis C.K. I, I, I mean, so. like that would be like that would be like it's like it, the an honor and a and a true testament to the. I, I just think it would. They're both the amazing. Rufus character would live on perfectly. No one would have to worry about the quality going down. Oh, yeah. Some other dude, like some name. other dude who doesn't like, you know, isn't quite Carlin quality, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would like, be amazing. I would definitely <laughs> have to see the trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. You always... <laughs> dude, what was well, the movie? Like what was Jim that Carrey movie we saw? saw? What a... nothing, nothing. Oh, no, I missed what you no, said. No, I was going to say like Jim Carrey and uh, Burt Wonderstone. Oh, oh, shit. Whatever. Yeah, what about like... Uh, when they made like Dumber and Dumber, and they got those like kids to play kid versions of like Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. Remember oh God, that? that was so painful. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> it was yeah. so so harsh. I think I saw like ten minutes of it on cable at oh, once, and I was like, oh, it was a whole. Just the mo- first day on the set, they probably felt weird. Oh my God, I mean, to get that job, I mean, because like oh, they probably were psyched. Oh, I'm sure they're psyched, but it's like a big undertaking. That's like that's kind of scary. Well, like, you can't. It's it doesn't doesn't make any sense because Jim Carrey is he kind of makes everything, you know. Yeah, so I mean, like, he could just play him as a younger guy somehow. It doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> yeah, Wait. kids doing a play and doing Dumb and Dumber line for line would have probably been more. I would love. I would go <laughs> to that. Uh, maybe I would. <laughs> I'm still undecided, actually. High school play idea. That's a really good. Yeah, if you're out there, if you're thinking about <laughs> what to do for the next season. That, that you were on the cusp of making a decision of what your school should do for play. <laughs> if you don't do get, Dumb and Dumber because yeah, you'll get fired. If you want to get fired, <laughs> definitely do this. <laughs> Maybe the show we created is just Dumb and Dumber, the high school play. <laughs> we could put on that show. <laughs> uh, why are they making uh, I was gonna, the musical? Was my next thought? Yeah, that's like Broadway. Do you that. ever go to things on Broadway? I mean, you know, as like, you know, I don't know. It's kind of like a, I, I mean, I don't, I, I go once in a while. I'll be like, get excited. I mean, you know, like, I mean, Book I of Mormon, my mom obviously. to see the movie Les Mis. Yeah. How was that? I tried to watch it and I couldn't really, I, you know, I, I knew she, she wanted she was to see psyched. it. So yeah, it's a good experience then. <laughs> but did you find yourself wanting to not be there or um, were you into it well i mean once i was there you know <laughs> i was it's not i wouldn't have you know ch- chose to see that but, yeah um yeah it was yeah i mean th- th- to be honest the story is so good yeah and f- as far as broadway musicals um pretty much the only musicals i've ever liked are jesus christ superstar and the wall Dude. and hair are you into hair at all mm, no? no that's kind of on the you're not into hair on the other that's side I mean I think literally those are the only two yeah yeah that I can kind of that I get Stomach. into yeah yeah um but even though it's on not on my list of things I enjoy for a musical it's you know they're good songs yeah whatever so yeah yeah I think I think it's pretty hard to actually fuck up yeah in terms of I mean I didn't really it's not my thing but Whatever. I'm just being nice because I went with my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Well, shit. <laughs> Let's take a break for a second. I just wanted to break in the action to uh, to give a shout-out to Earwolf.com, who's presenting this show currently. And if you like my show, you're going to like a lot of the other shows they have. I mean, they have Comedy Bang Bang. They have Sklarbro Country, Who Charted. The list goes on and on. All quality shows. Really funny, really insightful people. And uh, make sure you rate and review my show, Nocturnal Emotions, on iTunes. Tell your friends to subscribe. Spread the word. It's going to get better and better. This thing is a work in progress. You know. Um, and follow me on Twitter at Harmar Superstar. Um, you know, make comments in the Earwolf forums. Just check out Earwolf.com. That's all I'm saying. And if you use Amazon affiliates, link on Earwolf. Help us pay the rent, y'all. And we're back. Man, we had a really good off-mic conversation about 
all the movies we do like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why talk about that, though? No, not here. No, we just want to give the negative opinions or just talk about really dumb shit that we like. Um, uh, uh, let me ruin your favorite song, Julian. Mm. Um, it doesn't have to be your favorite song, but what, uh, I like to, to dissect the lyrics of popular songs or songs that you hold dear to your heart in some way and uh, try to uh, kind of analyze them lyrically and, and see what I can do. Yeah, someone was telling me just yesterday, actually, uh, they had read the, like, uh, there were the Smells Like Teen Spirit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lyrics. Yes. He was saying, I was reading those and they were really nonsense. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but it's funny you should say that dude so, uh, uh, let's uh that's amazing let's do it let's let's try to uh let's try to get inside the minds of Kurt Cobain Dave Grohl and Chris Nevselic smells like teen spirit let's funny, play a his clip. journal stuff <laughs> we were in a studio once and there was a book of his journal and I was reading some of it and just like you saw some of the lyrics that became famous and just all the random poetry stuff it was so cool yeah and it was really amazing and then I don't know, after I read a couple, maybe I was being weird, but I just thought, I just got all weird. I was like, man, that's so weird, someone reading like your personal yeah. shit, and I just kind of felt bad, and I was like, yeah. I, I don't want to like, pro- I don't know. I just, yeah, like, I'm in this guy's diary, basically. Yeah, like, it, yeah. Was, it was, yeah. I, like, if people read my notebooks, it'd be insane, there's insane shit in there. It's just like a, yeah. a, a sentence, you know what I mean? There's one page, it's like one sentence, it's like rip the crow out the you know what i mean just some like weird shit where like i'm gonna slap a face or i don't know like anything like could like be taken in a weird way and you're like it's this guy insane you're like no it's part of a bigger idea that i never expanded on <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i just thought yeah it's it, same thing with letters i got these books like van gogh's letters yeah and uh i was like yeah i'm psyched i'm gonna read this and i thought hmm if someone were to read my emails or something, I'd be like, yeah. "No, yeah, yeah, stay the stay out of that." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Even yeah, like that's even scarier, post like posthumously to like it's just have yeah. your emails be like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, I'm sure at the time. I mean, I'm assuming he wasn't thinking, you know, someone well, yeah. was gonna read it. Yeah, he might say some weird stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He sent actual like old timey dick pics. <laughs> well, an actual picture sent painting. framed <laughs> a painting <laughs> here's a painting of my dick <laughs> um, let's play a clip of smells smells like teen spirit right now That's, that's your voice is extra gurgle awesome uh, i know it's happening lately i'm just becoming an old soul man i love it it's just happening i can't help like it. the movie soul man yeah yeah i'm, I'm an old c <laughs> thomas howell in blackface at harvard <laughs> Wow. load up on guns bring your friends it's fun to lose and to pretend she's overboard and self-assured oh no I know a dirty word. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first verse. You've never heard it read like that. Oh, yeah. I mean... How does it end again? There's some... There's like... At the end? There's like an albino, There's a, a mulatto, an albino, a mosquito, and his libido. Is that the lyrics? Um, yeah, a mulatto, an albino. There's a... And his... Oh, no, I just... Oh, okay, that. okay. I mean, I'm saying in there, there is a... <laughs> 
That would be mulatto walks into a bar. <laughs> and there's an albino, a mosquito, someone's libido. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Cobain's libido is there. Um, what, I just, I've never actually thought about what this would mean. Who are, like, who, I don't, I'm, who's the character? I'm worse at what I do best, and for the gift, for this gift, I feel blessed. I'm worse? Ooh, that's kind of deep. I'm worse, I'm worse, I'm worse at what I do best, and for this gift, I feel blessed. Our little group, tribe, in parentheses, has always been and always will until the end. Oh, shit, I think that's from his book, too. Notes. Yeah. That's pretty that's cool. Actually, that's pretty amazing. That's awesome. I just never knew he was saying that. Yeah, I never, I never heard that part. I'm I worse. I don't even what 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 melody part is that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm worse at what? Wait, I was just singing Weezer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, the world has the yeah, world yeah. Has the world has turned and smelled like teens. <laughs> uh, um, wait, what, what? What would that be? I don't know. Hello, hello. With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now. Entertain us. I feel stupid and contagious. Here we are now. Entertain us. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then? Uh, then it goes, a mulatto, an albino, a mosquito, my libido, yeah. Hey, yay. And I forget just why I taste. Oh, yeah, I guess it makes and me I smile. And I forget just why. Oh, yeah, I guess it makes me smile. I found it hard. It's hard to find. Oh, well, whatever. Never mind. Uh, where, where's the line that we're talking about? Where's that? Hello. Oh, wait, the other one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now I'm just confused. Oh, wait, but see, okay. It's well, I'm glad after, we hey, failed. Hey, yay. Hey, I'm worse at what I do best. Is there a bridge that I can't remember? I'm... I'm singing the wrong song. <laughs> like, I know. I get why. why is this? <laughs> I'm worse what I do best. No, I, uh, I don't know. Dude. I guess we got to listen to the song. I guess we got to listen to it together. we're talking about and how can we ruin it? <laughs> let's uh, play it again. Yeah, yeah. Let's play, let's play it now, even though we're not listening. <laughs> this is not help anyone at home. Um, just splice in the part right here. It, so we yeah, hear the part <laughs> musically. And here it is. And play that part. And we're back, and we didn't listen <laughs> to that part <laughs> because, yeah. Oh man, you did, I, I can't even like ruin that because like that's just like such good like angsty poetry. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I feel like they get a pass because all the imagery is really cool. Um, and I can't really like if I were to try to to deconstruct it, I'd really have to dig too deep. Uh, yeah, Kurt Cobain always has these amazing kind of lines like the one that we can't figure out what the melody yeah. was um just things like that mixed in with like chaotic stuff that maybe makes no sense yeah it's cool hey man cobain cobain is uh unfoilable it turns out <laughs> we can't ruin it i'm glad we failed at this game <laughs> yeah we, we we failed is that what we set out to do but that's okay we're left with a great song mm. and uh, a lot to think we about. are rewarded with our failure <laughs> <laughs> well shit man thanks for coming we'll in never learn okay eternally emoting dude i'm so sad thank you bro yeah. for being so amazing oh come on <laughs> thank you for being the best and for putting out my record that everyone who's listening to this should buy yes bye bye 17 by harmar superstar Woo! yeah thank you there you have it. Nirvana is unruinable. We figured it out. Too poetic. Too weird good, not weird bad. Not just bad bad. Good. We all knew this. This is Kurt Cobain. It's, uh, it's something you can't do. But thank you, Julian, for coming on the show. Uh, it means a lot to me getting this interview, uh, having you take your time in glorious New York at Cult Records to 
sit down and bullshit like bros for an hour. Um, yeah, thanks a lot, man. We'll have you back whenever you want. Uh, man. So, yeah, I guess uh, I gave you the rundown in the beginning, but uh, if you are listening to this Wednesday, the 24th, we're in Fullerton, California at the Slide Bar. It's a free show. Uh, the 25th, we are in Los Angeles at the Satellite over in Silver Lake, um, playing with Josh Tillman and Rocky Business. And uh, Friday night, the 26th, we'll be in Las Vegas, and uh, so on, so forth, playing a wedding, going to San Francisco after that to play Bottom of the Hill, then coming back at you, Midwest, get ready, stop snowing melt already we don't want to deal with that i've got holes in my shoes and i don't want to buy other ones because i'm lazy as fuck next week we have a good friend of mine matt sweeney all-around amazing new york personality uh singer guitarist of chavez uh, and many other huge pop records that you probably have no idea he even played on he is a hilarious dude a good friend so our conversation was great i can't wait to share it with you until then Harm our sleepy time. Bye bye. See you next week. You will love it. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf Radio Boom.com. <laughs> The world's dead.